What is really good? This is Chris and Joel Ramos back at it again with a brand new, spanking brand new review of episode two of season one's Amazon's original show, The Boys. I don't know how to say this sequence, but this is a review of episode two from season one. And this time I came with notes, so I don't stutter. So let's get into it right away. Okay. So we start off again with Billy Butcher talking to Huey Campbell. That he's they're taking a drive, you know, right along, trying to figure out after the occurrence of hitting translucent and putting his body in the trunk and seeing what the hell they're gonna do because now they deep dive into the situation at hand. So, but then they realize that translucent isn't dead, and what a relief because you can hear the body bumping in the back as he's tied up in the trunk. So they're like, okay, this we can manage. We can. Easily extort and uh, kidnap a hero, but killing one is going to be the point of no return. So they cross over to a bridge to meet one of uh, Billy's uh, boy's associates, um, Frenchie. Frenchie's a guy that's uh, a little tweaky. He's got a girl in his den with a bunch of guns. He's got mad guns everywhere, just all over his table, his uh, kitchen, whatever. It looks like he's got a freaking barracks or whatever. So... Frenchie and uh, Billy currently have a discord because Butcher owes Frenchie about 40 grand and he wants his 40 large back ASAP. He's like, I'm surprised you even showed up in this place without you know money at hand. But then uh, Billy's like, well, let's make that 40 and 80 grand because I got a new proposition for you. And of course, Frenchie's hesitant because like he already owes him so much money and he wants him to do another task for him. So he's like, all right, what do you have? So they go to the trunk of the car to show Translucent's body tied up. Well, he's invisible, but it's there when they zap him. And Frenchie's like, you guys are f crazy. You're just fucking crazy. Like, how are you going to think I'm going to help you uh, kidnap a superhero, one of the seven? Because Frenchie, he's normal. He's like, you guys are in deep shit. You're trying to drag me down. Screw you guys. But, um, but just trying to play it cool. Like, we got this in the bag. You know, take it easy. I know what I'm doing. Trust me, when I was the leader of the boys, every crazy plan came to fruition. So I got this. Relax. So with reluctancy, uh, Frenchie accepts because he knows that Billy's good for it. So next up, we go to a different scene where A-Train's, you know, the guy that killed Huey's now deceased girlfriend. Yeah, that guy. He's at a children's hospital. And this scene had me dying because he was feeling hard. Like, he was trying too hard to cheer this kid up because... Um, Lord behold it, Translucent is this kid's, you know, this is like a make-a-wish type of thing. And this kid's favorite hero happens to be Translucent, who just happens to be missing, where no one knows his whereabouts. So they send an A-train in his place, and did this scene go wrong? He tried to console him, comfort him, and everything he's saying was just not landing. It was an awkward exchange and hilarious uh, black comedy, obviously, because, you know, it's very dark and dour, but... You can tell Agent was trying to make the best of it. He really was. But his agents was watching the tape like, yeah, he needs a script. This is bad. And especially now, it's like, not even just a kid was asking about Translucent. Now, his boss is, is like, where is Translucent? Because Translucent does have a record of just doing what he wants. I mean, this is a guy that hangs out in bathroom stalls and creeps on people like a, 
like a weird vulture. He just constantly just always hears people talk and do their thing. It's just very weirdly, uh, he's a creep. I can't say how to say it nicely. He's a creep, okay? And so he was supposed to be in a, 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 a team up with the Deep, the guy that was uh, assaulting Starlight in the first episode. And obviously they need a replacement, so they asked Starlight to team up with him. At this point, Starlight is very hesitant because obviously of what occurred, but she hasn't told anybody what happened. The other person has an idea of it is Queen Maeve, who could just see it in her eyes, but she never upfrontly, you know, it was like an unspoken thing between them in the bathroom scene for the first episode. So she takes the task because she has to, even though she's not big on team-ups. It's just good for social media and like, you know, the marketing team is like, you guys got to do it because we need team-ups. It looks good for hits or whatever. So they go on this mission and they're there talking. And the Deep's a complete asshole, just talking his mouth off. You know, he, he's being his douchey self. And it's funny because Starlight's just like, I am, she's already fed up. She's like, you even say anything dumb again, I'm going to burn your eyes out to your blind and like threatening him. And he can tell he's like taken aback by that. But like same time, he's like, oh, I can't not deal with this right now. Let's get back to the mission at hand. So they do, they, you know, it's a typical dock mission where there's like these uh, Homelander dolls with pills in them. So I guess it's like a drug bust and they take down the villains and then the marketing team is there somehow like it's a freaking reality show and it's like, quick, say this catchphrase, it's lit. See, one thing I hate is when it takes slang and vernacular and make it mainstream because now you just not make it cool anymore. And at this point, lit has become so, so mainstream. We're going to have to come up with a new phrase at this point because this is the corniest shit I've ever seen. But this is what a marketing team would do to appeal to the younger demographic. You know, use uh, use this cool slang that's also a punny because puns are great. <laughs> no. So then we go to a different scene where uh, Huey's back at it trying to question Translucent and how they go about it because Translucent's powers are weird because he's like an invisible man but he's also like an invincible man so they can't really you know whack him the normal human way he's very hard to take down and um obviously Huey just not want nothing to do with this but meanwhile Butcher and Frenchie are there like freaking like terrorists trying to figure out how to how to do this like how are we gonna kill this guy like they're so intrigued by it and um it's hysterical because it's almost like another dark moment of humor where Huey's just the straight man and these guys are like so far deep this shit's normalized to them. And we go to a different scene where it shows uh, A-Train now is being uh, called out by another like Flash-like speedster hero to a race. And it's one of those things where if he fails this race and comes to second place, the Seven might actually give this dude his job and he's out of the Seven and on the lower ranks of the superhero skill so it's a lot of pressure on him to like deal with the fact that hey not only is this like a gentleman's wager my job's on the line i gotta be faster than you like automatically for sure so after this little scene with like the news uh, respondents talking to this new hero they go to where another story where the deep is actually um by the docks the same docs i'm assuming that in the daytime they figure out that the mayor whose plane was shot down the episode before his gulf stream was found there so he goes down there he sees that it's he says it's a engine failure right to cover up exactly what happened and uh i think we all know what occurred i think the deep is smart enough to know what to say that's correct or not 
because he's not gonna say give too much away in case it is one of his crewmen that got involved in this so homelander is at base asking for translucent because now the story hits him about translucent just like being mia and now at the same time the uh, homelander is being questioned about the mayor's uh missing story on that same newscast by his own boss and it's a weird you know interaction where she is questioning him about the specific scorch marks they found on the plane itself uh on the jet that just resemble like just two irises burning through things and so the, she knows what he did in um in to you know to lay low for a while your branding is you're this golden boy boy scout try not to get caught up in your uh vengeance ploys you know and homelander has this weird like crush on his boss but also it's like a motherly crush it's it's a complex weird uh odipius yeah one of those scenarios where he sees her as this vixen also mother figure which is kind of this very disturbing actually because she's both my lord that's that's tough so this guy's got a lot of things going on in his head and again no one gives him a straight answer about translucent so he's gonna have to figure this out himself since nobody knows where this guy's missing when they have an analytics team that's able to locate all the heroes without any issues so now that homelander knows about the whole uh now that vought knows that homelander knows about the little interaction with the mayor of baltimore baltimore uh trying to blackmail about compound b uh, they want him to play this like uh what do you call that play like nice with the senate because they want the superhero team to be hired by the government so they are now government employees and they need uh him as a uh representative of bots so that the government actually you know plays nice and lets them get hired for this job so Holander goes off storms out confronts a deep about the plane crash and what exactly he saw in that plane crash and he's muscling the deep very weirdly in a dark way and the deep's like scared shitless out, out of his pants like all right i didn't see a thing i didn't see nothing don't worry about it whatever you thought i saw I, it, water is muddy anyways i'm all set i didn't see a thing so he's like i thought so so homelander's making sure he's covering his footsteps then none of his teammates whatever throw him under the bus i sure wouldn't this guy's definitely not somebody you want to mess with so we go off to a uh, moment where frenchy is questioned about his motives from huey like how he's able to kill heroes and not feeling remorse and then frenchy goes into this deep conversation about how he knew this girl with black hair that was a very beautiful young hero and that was like the first kill he ever had and it stays in like a scar you know he's into that like deep talk of like how murderers go like oh you never forget your first kill it's always stays with you like yada so you know he's definitely uh explains his heavy drug use that's for sure so after this scene of uh, huey understanding frenchy's logic we go to uh, the senator who is on a i guess what on a day with a lobbyist or somebody that works at bot no he doesn't know that she, she works at bot she's actually a heroine who actually is a morph hero so she could turn to anyone and while they're having uh coitus <laughs> while they're in bed together because you know a lot of senators have be having secret sex lives and whatever outside of their households she morphs into an ugly middle-aged man uh, a fat ugly old bald middle-aged man that takes selfies while he's uh, enjoying the pleasures of her uh well doings if you know what i'm saying you know uh, that's when these photos get get him caught up 
because he's like, what do you, what are you trying to get out of me? Like, what is it you want? And it's one of those moments where of like, you know, you, we got you, you know, even though we set you up, there's no way you could spend this, especially in Oklahoma. Cause you can't even just use the gay agenda anymore because in Oklahoma, they're still pretty, uh, you know, old school about it. They're not going to, they're going to take this as a big hit. So in order to protect his image and of course his marriage, cause this guy's got a wife and whatnot, he, uh, he plays nice so that the contract with the Senate goes through with Vought and her, uh, her, her heroes. So that way the heroes can work for the government and you get that big payday, baby. That big payday. So, and then we go to a, uh, another scene, right? Where Starlight gets um, posted saving a girl from a rape. It seems like a date rape. It's like one girl, two dudes in the back alley. But she's not wearing her costume, right? But this is a big deal to them because, you know, it's... A moment of like oh snap like she didn't think twice because there's cameras everywhere and the following day the marketing team storms in like what the hell were you thinking you're not supposed to be out here doing this shit especially not out of costume so now everyone's to know who you are and now you got we gotta spin this and protect your image because you know people are now gonna know exactly who you are you're out there you're, you're not you have no more secret identity but she didn't think twice to save this girl from a rape considering she had a sexual assault a few days ago and just today she finally stood up to her assaulter and says you even get near me i'm gonna kill you and you know deep finally took her seriously because the first day he didn't know how strong she was he didn't know how you know strong-minded this girl is and she don't care she will beat his she will burn his eyes out until he dies if she has to and i'm good for her for standing up for herself so now the Homelanders back in crime analytics. In the beginning of this episode, um, Vought's um, head of the guy, woman, uh, president, was making sure that Anika did not leak information out to anyone. So, you know, keep things on the low. But Homelander comes and asks her about things. And uh, as he's, because he's, tra he's trying to find out where Translucent is. Even though no one else gives a shit about Translucent right now, because they're too busy living their lives. Homelander has nothing better to do. So he's like, I'm going to take it upon myself to find out where my teammates are. And make sure that they're safe. Because he's got a hunch or a, a feeling that something's happening. And his hunch was correct. Because Translucent is currently being held hostage at uh, Frenchie's uh, garage or whatever you want to call it. And this is the scene where things turn around. Because they're watching a TV screen, right? And uh, Frenchie is there plotting how to, like, with Butcher still. How do we take down a damn hero who is pretty much invincible? This guy is straight up, you know, impervious. And there, then he sees Frenchie's in his, on, on TV. I think it's like Animal, Animal Planet or Industrial Geographic. He sees a turtle, and that gives him the idea how a turtle outer shell is hard, but its insides are not. So he gets plastic explosives and shoves it up <laughs> Translucent's ass. So with tasering him and getting the pl uh, plastic explosives in him with a trigger handle. Now they can get information out of him and Translucent sings like Sakashi 69 and just like a like a bird in a in a cage just sings. He's like, hey, you know what? A-Train's got, you know, uh, this uh, Compound V stuff that he gets from this girl who used to be a hero, uh, who's an actress now, and um, he always goes uh, to um, her house every so often. So now he's the guy to lead to where to locate you know, information to use against the heroes to, in their case, to, like, you know, destroy their image. 
And at this point, Homelander shows up. So everyone is coy and, you know, shook up. And they're trying not to play. They're playing very cool so that Translucent doesn't see that, you know, they're scared. But he gets it. He sees it in their face and he acts all cocky like, ha you guys are in for it. So Frenchie goes out, sits in his truck, and he gets uh, pulled over by, uh, by Homelander. And Homelander's there asking for ID and stuff like he's a cop. He's like, sir, I know, you know, this is... I know who you are and all that. Do you have a warrant to search his vehicle? So essentially, Frenchie's trying to stall as much as he can because he doesn't know what to do. So Translucent somehow uses a cup of water that they gave him earlier in the episode and uh, in a short short fries the, the the electric cage that he's in. Short circuit, sorry. And um, he escapes. So now you got Huey with the trigger in his hand and Translucent, and they're trying to, he's trying to talk him out of it. Like, you don't want to do this, kid. Just let me be. I'll, you know... You'll be all right. You're not gonna survive if you if you get if you kill me or whatever. So Huey's like trying to stand up for himself, and he's like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being the uh, scaredy cat in this scenario. I'm sick and tired of being the pussy and just like do my you know, say what I do what I gotta do. So he reluctantly pulls the trigger, and translucent body blows up, and I'm like holy shit, this is it. He's gone from to the deep end. He's uh the Frenchie's conversation was foreshadowing this whole thing, and bam. That's how the episode ends with uh, Cherry Bomb by Joan Jett. And the... <laughs> oh, not Joan Jett. It is Joan Jett, but she was a, it was in the Runaways band. It wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, it was Runaways Joan Jett, not uh, Blackheart's Joan Jett. And um, I was like, you got to be shitting me. So now we're definitely in for it. Now the pace is picked up. They got a lead, but now they got a dead body. Well, not dead body, dead pieces. Because he blew up like a, like a pumpkin did. Like he just, everywhere, just like like Gallagher watermelon just blew up into pieces. And that's when the episode ends. That's it. So pretty much Huey's like, this is it. I've done it. I'm one of the bad guys now. And now what? And now we have to wait and see to what happens to these guys in this cliffhanger ending on episode three. Stay tuned for the next one. Until next time, take care.